racism. <laughs> it's bad. You heard it here first. Is it here to stay? Here to stay. Or will we solve it? <laughs> Find out soon next. Enough, soon enough. <laughs>
the leader of this group figuring out what actions I should be taking, yeah. you know, what examples I should be setting, mm-hmm. you know, what should I be telling people to do? Is it my place? Is it not my place? Like I'm questioning myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And I'm sure a lot of people are in a very uncomfortable situation because they don't know what to say or how to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't know what to say or how to say it, then don't say anything at all, but listen and then try to understand. It's like, let's figure out what the problem is and figure out how we can collectively come to a solution. Mm-hmm. Right. And as a group that's as diverse as ours, we've always had to have very uncomfortable conversations with each other. You know, we've got guys who are from Tennessee, from Texas, from Detroit, from Chicago, from New York, from Holland, from Australia, from the West Coast, from everywhere, Mm -hmm. coming together trying to achieve a common goal. And there comes many times when we're traveling and when we're putting this thing together where we have conflicting points of views and we have to have conversations with each other to resolve whatever the issue is, try to understand each other so we can continue to do what we love to do and accomplish the goal that we're trying to accomplish. And I'm thinking, I'm just thinking to myself personally, like if we as a male stripper group mm-hmm. can do that, mm-hmm. you know, why, why can't, Everybody. Why can't we all do that? You yeah, know? and this is a conversation that's too that's really important even for this like platform, and that's why I appreciate this conversation because, like you say, we do have a large range of, of women that follow us and follow the group. Yeah. And honestly, the this this type of industry that we in is built off of an attraction to a certain type of person, whether that be you like white guys or you like a black guy, whatever you whatever. Our that diversity is. is our power. Yeah, you know, you and know that is mean? empowering, but. It's really good and refreshing to be able to um, have a, a moment like this to give yeah. our point of view to people who may not understand it. It's, it's the same philosophy like we have is, you know, we have like this inclusive philosophy when it comes to like people who come to our show, people, the way we treat people at our show. It's like our philosophy is like we don't care what you look like, what what age you are, you know, what your size is, what anything we are going to treat you like you're the most beautiful thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, and make you feel like, you know, a queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's our philosophy. And it's made the, the company stronger, right? It's, it's made us a unique group. And that's you know? what I want to be. That's what I, I want. Um, I want America and everywhere else to be just like that. To yeah. know that being inclusive is a benefit. This is what I was saying um, earlier a little bit. There was a, there's a woman, I used to teach at a dance studio back in Michigan before I moved out here. I'm trying to make a long story short. Um, but me and her have been going at it on Facebook since 2017. You know what I mean? Like she posts something and it's da 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 and it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But then now recently she's been posting stuff about like, I've seen all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And like, I know she's not racist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of going back and forth about it, I know her well enough to just message her. I sent her a voice message. And I explained to her that when people say Black Lives Matter, it's not about anyone else's life, no matter mm-hmm. But you've seen the officer in the George Floyd case. It took four, five, six days for him to go to jail. And if it wasn't this national outcry, this civil unrest, he'd still be out. Mm-hmm. And he's, it'd still not be enough evidence. 
when there's anybody can see that that is wrong that you did, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, after explaining that to her, then she understood it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's like, what kind of going off what Miles said earlier, too, is um, like, say, for instance, like, you know, your wife says, um, Do you love me? And then you say, Oh, well, I love everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the same, the same analogy to it. It's like, regardless of if you love everybody or you love multiple people, in that instance, we're try- this person is trying to make sure that you love them as well. People saying Black Lives Matter, like it says, doesn't mean that all lives don't matter. Sometimes you just need a reminder that you matter too. And just for context, this is, uh, we're recording this on Black Tuesday, Blackout Tuesday, um, just a few days after so obviously right now the tension is high. The, right now it's the hottest, like literally right outside my window there's protests, like nonstop, Car, cars beeping, mm-hmm. cops patrolling the, the streets, marches of people. Picket signs. Picket signs, everything. You know, what makes everybody happy? Well, one, and outside of just one officer being uh, convicted right now or allegedly mm-hmm. uh, having death of, death of crime, it should be all for. That's the main thing that all races are fighting for. That's why it's not just black people out there. It's because there's a problem with the legal system. There's a problem with the policing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there needs to be a system of checks and balances and a system of finding out police brutality and yeah. quickly acting on it. And I think once those things are starting to be set in place, people would be happier. Yeah, man. I, that's my thing is like, there needs to be like a council or like a separate committee that does not work with the police. That does, you know, that does not have anything to do with the police force. That only polices them, so they're held accountable immediately and say, "Hey, these like this happened to me with this officer. Can you check that?" And then after this officer is getting a certain amount of complaints, then the oversight committee can see that and directly okay they have the authority to take away that officer's privilege that officer's job now you know what i mean mm-hmm. and there that's when the accountability and the responsibility comes into play but with that being said i don't want people to, that are watching this right now to um, get it misconstrued and feel like that because of that the black lives matter movement has to do with police brutality and not like the police and attacking police because that's what the media puts out there. Right. Trust and believe. My mom was a retired police officer at Chicago Police Department, 20 years straight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't hate police. I would not attack a police. But there are bad police out there. Mm-hmm. And there are stories that I've heard, horrible stories of her partner. She works on the west side of Chicago, not a suburb, in the hood. You know what I mean? There are terrible stories that I've heard that she's had with some of her partners and everything. Mm-hmm. Never is this movement about not liking police and not liking white people and attacking white people. Right. It's, it's about understanding that there are some rotten apples in the bunch, just like there's some rotten apples within the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. There are some rotten apples within the bunch, but those people need to be checked. I'll admit ignorance in a lot of yeah. places in this conversation. That's mm-hmm. why I want to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is an uncomfortable conversation for me to have, but it's a necessary one for, for me to have. You know what I mean? And, you know, this is. Well, I think a lot of people, more people should do, mm-hmm. you know, when you don't know and you're ignorant to the situation and the cause and what, what is going on, mm-hmm. like make an effort to learn and hear, yeah. just listen and like start to gain a little bit more perspective. Um, I really like the point that you made about, yes, there are both bad apples in the cop community and even, 
you're saying the black lives community mm -hmm. there are the, those that are trying to incite take a peaceful protest and turn it into anarchy mm -hmm. you know and that is not what a lot of people want mm -hmm. you know what i mean those people that are protesting want to peacefully protest and make their voices heard of course there are the ones in the group that have just sizzled over and want to take it to the next level and also on that same life there are officers too that are out exactly. there shooting rubber bullets but, at people and all of that before even any violence happens right, right. so but like, you know they're they're, they're like you said everybody has to be held accountable and be checked mm -hmm. like you just said because how is being a cop be different like somebody who's in charge of keeping lives safe different than that of a pilot okay mm -hmm. you know what i mean that pilot is in charge and responsible for keeping all these lives safe right mm -hmm. if one plane crashes what's delta gonna say Oh, we just got a one bad apple. Not all pilots are bad, but one. I got this from right. Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Right. Not all pilots are bad, but we've got a few bad apples. No, you can't have any bad apples. You, you know what I mean? You're like you're responsible for lives. You're responsible for people's lives, for people's children, for people's sons and daughters and husbands and wives you're responsible for them mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like you have to make sure that that person knows every detail of that job like how to take off how to fly during turbulence how what to, to do land. when that happens what to do what, when that happens yeah like, exactly what to do, how to de-escalate the situation like mm -hmm. it's so much training yeah that you know like what i mean they, and I it's like have. they have to be held to that standard right you know or, I mean? or if they're not held at that standard then they need to be treated like us and not have that shield around them. Yeah, you know and I mean? be removed. Like if exactly. you crash a plane, you lost your license. Right. You're yeah. never flying a plane again. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I don't quite Tired understand like completely. why there's such a like reluctance to, to let go of a police. Yeah, just like if they messed up their job, just like anybody else who messes up their job. Right. Like you, you, you receive severe penalties if you're not fired. You know right. what I mean? If you go to work and you mess up your job, like you're either fired or you're receiving severe penalties. Mm -hmm. So why is it different? Well, that's what that's that's the question. That's why everybody's confused. Yeah. That's why people are angry because you get angry when you don't understand something. You know what I mean? And well, like, well, there was an example set in Flint. You guys know which one I'm talking about of the sheriff of Flint, mm, no. where people, you know, there's protesters and they're all yelling at him and whatnot. And what he did was he took off his SWAT helmet or whatever, Yeah. his riot gear. He put it all down. He stood up and he started talking to them and started listening. He's like, what do you want me to do? What should I do? And then what happened? You guys aren't familiar with this? I've right? seen uh, I don't have video yet. What that. ended up happening is um, they're like, walk with us. And he looked around and he's like, well, let's start walking. And they, they start marching together. I thought that was the best example you could show the people. Yeah, yeah for sure. For, you know, you hear them, you understand them, and you want to show them that you are in agreement with them mm -hmm. and that something needs to be changed. Right. 
where's the rest of that? Like the the rest of the police force or the rest of American police don't act like that. Yeah. So I feel like that's why you see it just being a little bit more serious yeah. and it's lasting a little bit longer yeah. and it's getting a little bit more dangerous here in LA yeah. is because the cops are, you can actually look at them and see that they're against you mm-hmm. in their eyes, in their faces. Like it, it's- Well, you know why that insane. is <laughs> Because there's people literally breaking into businesses. There's people looting. There's people who are opportunistic during this time taking advantage of the situation, mm-hmm. causing destruction, burning shit down. And if the cops don't hold up a stern mentality, like, no, you're not, they're, they're looking at everybody as if they're those kind of people, right? I, yeah, so, I'm saying though, like, mm-hmm. if the, the rioting and all of that starts after that, after what we were peaceful, that whole morning, that whole, Afternoon, pop, 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 got shot. A couple other people got hit with rubber bullets. And then that's when everybody's running, and that's when all the chaos starts. And that's when they start burning the police cars and throwing bricks through the windows and all of that stuff because, because the police are agitating. They're not de escalating like the guy and stuff. What do you want me to do? They're not saying that. So then all of this peace gets turned into, and that's when the bad apples in our, on our side start to go crazy. That's when they start to riot, that's when they start to loot, when they have just that little bit of reason to. Well, know? I saw literally right out here where people were attempting to start like graffitiing and like tearing down, because like all the shops and stuff are all boarded yeah, up. Yeah. So there's certain people that are like, trying to tear that down, break into the CVS or wherever, and the protesters are trying to stop them. Right. Like, everybody who's in the protest is trying to stop them. Like, no, what are you doing? Like, that's not what we're doing here. Right. You know what I mean? And you've got those few who who literally just refuse to, to listen, and then what ends up happening is the media starts to focus on that. And like now the whole protest, the, the movement is starting to be looked at as one that is rebellious and causing anarchy and right. chaos mm-hmm. and looting and all this. And it's starting to become demonized and, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting away from the main point, you know, which is the frustrating thing, like, to, to begin with. It's like, okay, we're getting away from solving the solution right. of the original problem that we have. Right now, the new problem is the looting and the chaos. Right, we have yeah. to address that before you address the actual problem that right. started all that. Exactly, you know what which I mean? is it's backwards like, in itself. But. It's it, yeah, it's backwards. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to think of an analogy, you know, to make it like understand, you know, like more easily understandable. It's like if somebody cheats, somebody I cheated on my girlfriend, and then she starts doing other stuff and I'm trying to correct her but I'm still like what about this like what about the main thing that started yeah. all of this that like the first domino yeah. you need to you fix have, you right exactly before, before you try to go you try to say hey what's wrong with you you cheated and then your girlfriend started acting out and going crazy breaking your car and this and that or start going crazy and like you know before you address you needing to stop cheating right like you're trying to stop her 
from breaking the car. It's nothing but just sitting there and apologizing. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, so apologize, hold yourself accountable. <laughs> you cheated. You right. should admit and like say, hey, that's never going to happen again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, before you cheat, b- before you try to <laughs> before you try to tell her, hey, stop breaking my car, right. mm-hmm. stop causing you know all of this all extra damage. damage. You see the protesters trying to stop people from breaking windows. That's that movement because the Black Lives Matter movement is it built off of destruction and everything. It's just built off of everybody understanding everybody. Yeah, you know. What do you think about those people who are taking advantage of the situation and looting and? creating i feel like they're diluting it yeah you know, like you are you guys see bums walking the street in full louis vuitton and gucci <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the gucci fit no for me for me with that is like i choose not to um not to take a side here's what i can say from a personal opinion on this i strongly disagree with the looting and the destruction but i understand why it's happening Same. Exactly. you know what i mean i like as an entrepreneur as a business owner as somebody who's right. like literally fought tooth and nail to build what i built like just to see somebody else lose that like you know i, I watched a guy crying about his business being burned to the ground and losing everything that he worked so hard to achieve like that just eats at me you know what i mean and i like it makes me like really upset you can't justify that because it's hard to because there's going to people that there's going to be people that say oh well yeah i i believe in the black lives movement so that's why i'm doing this and they're taking advantage of the situation you know what i mean they like they there's literally videos tapes of people looting and the protesters catch them and they say why are you looting like for the black lives movement like, who are you here for? Oh, I, saw, I think I saw a video like that, yeah. And it was a kid. He had that hand on his shirt or something, I think? He, he couldn't name the person. Oh, wow. He couldn't name the person. He didn't know the name of the person that this whole thing that's happening right now is for. Right. That just, like, is proof that there's people out there that are taking advantage of the situation, making it look worse than it actually is, adding to it... In, a, in in an opportunistic way and not there to solve any sort of problems. Right. You know what I mean? It's like people just kind of have, like, try to understand a little bit more than rather, you know, just listen. You know, there's a lot of people that I don't agree with that show up all over my timeline. Uh-huh. I don't unfriend them. I don't yeah, unfriend them on purpose because I want to understand their perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to know what they know. I want to know how they think. And I want to try to see from their point of view. And I want to try to change my own mind. Like, you, we can all think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you just, like, allow the information to come in, then you can process it for yourself mm-hmm. and make a decision. I see so many people out there now, even when the police are lined up, and they'll just be telling them and talking to them like, look, we like, we're not against you. Like, we're not against that. We just want that understanding. We want you to understand yeah. how it is. And right now, people are letting them understand how we feel because it's gotten to that point. You know what I mean? But that's just what it is. Understanding. That's the main word you use that like sticks out to me. It's like, it's just about understanding. That's it. That's all. We are all one people. 
And I think that if we work together, the world would be better. Like, mm-hmm. We'd be more advanced. But that goes not just for black and white. That goes for, I mean, gay women and rising people out of poverty. You know, like everybody, if everybody just worked together, we'd be at a higher level, you know. And to go back to this situation, you see George Floyd. And then there was this guy on video two days later, a white dude interacting with white cops. He had just killed two people. They handcuffed him. They're waiting on the other cruiser to come or whatever. They're giving him water. They loosen up his handcuffs. They like, like why, when someone is has killed two people, they don't. They're getting better treatment than this dude that may have forged the check or may have, you know, like it. The difference is just too vast, and that's why they're out there right now, and that's why we're talking about this right now because, and that's why we're tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Y'all heard of this dude? Just get a little bit more like conspiracy theory. Like, have y'all heard of Anonymous? Yeah. yeah. That group, the group Anonymous? Like, hey, man, I don't like that. We got out of here. Like, yeah, we got out of here. Like, I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? We got the witches. They have, like, fictional witches. That's crazy. Did you see that? The witches? Like, just standing there all black, like, witches hats. Did you see the Amish? Oh, I did. I did. I did. got the middle. The Amish are easy. Got the memo. Literally, countries like Amsterdam. There's like Japan. Like it's so many people that like seeing that, seeing this happen, and have been hearing about all of it. And they're honestly, there's something about like even though the situation is fucked up, there's something about seeing everything that's happening that makes me smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing what I love about it is the people coming together. Mm-hmm. When you scrolling through your newsfeed and it's nothing but black squares. Yeah. Nothing but black squares, and then you see just marches of people, and it's from every race, every color, every type of person you could think of: mm-hmm. old, young, black, white, Asian, this and that. It's like this is a beautiful like, wow. moment. Mm-hmm. This is a huge moment in history Mm -hmm. and we've never seen anything like it you know and it's something to be kind of admired in a way in a weird way like look at how how it like when Ahmad died this didn't happen yeah but all of a sudden now it's grown into this viral movement yeah. I, I mean and, and it, I think it sucks but it helps that it just was these three what it was Ahmaud Arbery Breonna Taylor and then George Floyd mm-hmm. like back to back to back and then like people get tired of seeing this too like yeah. it, it, it just I mean it makes you feel better that it's other people but it's still such a shitty situation right well now. now you know it's like you've got every, you got the whole world paying attention the whole world's got their ears wide open, their eyes wide open. You can't even avoid it if you tried. That's very true. You know what I mean? So it's like something positive has to come out of this. Yeah, I think the most beautiful thing I see is like our like, protest videos. I see mm-hmm. like you'll have somebody who, um, a, a black man or a black woman will take a knee, you know, in front of the police line. And I would see like 
um, white, white, white people, people come and, and use it in their privilege to the advantage. They'll come and stand in front of that person. Right. It's amazing. As the police come like that, it's so like beautiful to see. It's like cells in a body. People are now coming to help that injury, that wound that's there. And people need to, people need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Like this is just the human condition. You know, we cut those cells, they rush over and they heal and they make it feel better over time. And that is what's happening now. We are the cells of the earth, and now we're coming together to heal this wound that is there. It's a yeah. wound nonetheless, but we're yeah. coming together to heal it. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's what's necessary. Yeah. That was good. That was. <laughs> Racism. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> you heard it here to stay. Is it here to stay? Here to stay. Or will we solve it? <laughs> Find out soon next. Enough, soon enough. <laughs> right. I honestly man. have faith that it will get resolved. I think there's more people that want to see the peace than there are people that want to see the destruction. Agreed. And and we gotta stop making it like about a, a race thing. It's like destruction is destruction, no matter what your color is. It's like we're against those people. It's not like you you might have seen it on social media before. It's not blacks versus whites. It's us versus racism. Mm-hmm. Good versus yeah. evil. Honestly, it's good versus evil. Us versus racism. We're a collective going against something that's wrong, and we don't want to see continue to happen. There's problems on both sides, like you said. Mm-hmm. Man, there. See, they're still beeping. I know. That's all I was just saying. They're, they're beeping. They're the protesting. You guys don't even Not know the the protests are literally happening right outside my window right here. Should I show them? Yeah, you should show. Fuck it. I gotta open this. Oh, you gotta go. You gotta open that thing. I gotta come through this way. Here first, folks. This has been going on all day since the 1960s. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, since the 18s, since 1865. Did you know that that like? There's been like 12,000 new cases of corona in the last 24 hours. Word? Oh, man. I was wondering when that spike, like, or like when that news story was going to hit. Man. That spike. Like, just, coronavirus just ended it's so back. quick. It ended right like. It didn't, though. I mean, no, it didn't, though, but I'm saying, like, as far like, as, like, the media of it, like, you don't or, see yeah, much of anything. Nobody cares. I mean, but that's that says something about how tired people are of this, mm-hmm. you know, that we disregard all of that. And still going down there to fight for something that's a little bit more important. Yeah. Than and people that. are taking it really serious. What yeah. that's making me think about is people care more about this movement and protesting it than Man, they care yeah, about their it. own health and well-being because yeah. they're like putting themselves at severe I mean, risk. Yeah. And literally, this is our yes, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, man. It shows what people are really passionate about, and that in itself it should be enough 
to like incite change. You know what I mean? Like people are literally like, this is the definition of risking your life to fight for a greater purpose that maybe you won't see, but the next generation or the next two generations will see. That's mm -hmm. powerful. I'm glad that these that these talks can even happen. It's like slash and burn. Yeah, like, I, mean, it's I mean, it's hard to have these talks. It's it's uncomfortable, you know, You going into this. I know that there's going to be a lot of opposing opinions. Right. And that's fine. All I ask personally is that for you guys to be heard. I want to hear you mm -hmm. and I want people because I care about you guys. And for those who care about us as a group, I want them to hear you too. Like you don't have to agree. You don't have to do anything. Just listen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with an open mind, try to put yourself in, in these shoes and see if, you know, there's something maybe that we're all missing because I'll plead ignorance in a lot of the conversations that we're having right now as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know, mm -hmm. but that's why I need to sit here with you guys and listen right. mm -hmm. and hear your side and, and your the, perspective. The discomfort gets more comfortable. Like yeah. just think about the first time you was on stage. Oh yeah. You know like super discomfort. Right. Uh, I was a mess my first time on stage, let me tell you. Very uncomfortable, right? But you would then, never like, guess. So now <laughs> but, but in the, so even just us having this conversation or like conversation I talked about earlier with that lady that was resolved and changed her mind. I, I like having these conversations makes it more comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we have to get to beyond the discomfort. So yeah. we can be comfortable talking about yeah. it and realizing when it is race and when it's not race. Yeah, and you you know a big key to it as well is like taking your ego out of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and not trying to like you know stand by like you know these are my beliefs and not wanting to let in and admit wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. Right. You know what I mean. Being able to admit when you're wrong is a strength in a lot of <laughs> right, ways. Right. You know we have. Uh, had countless conflicts within this group you know because of opposing views and philosophies on certain things and upbringings and whatnot but we're still one big family like we gotta f make this work we mm -hmm. gotta figure this out right the show has to go on we have to make this work so we can put on the show and do what we want what we were here and meant to do mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's crazy that we were able to accomplish as much as we have with the with the the diversity that we have you know what i mean every the 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 personalities and the egos that we have like on in this group it's like a bunch of alpha males coming together from different backgrounds different races different upbringings coming together and trying to make us function as one unit in order to accomplish a goal. Mm -hmm. And we were able to do it because we were able to have these uncomfortable conversations and work together and ultimately see the show go on and become better mm -hmm. than what it was. Mm -hmm. Coming in a group, you do see so many different personalities. Yeah. But like being in this group, it, it's proven to me that all of these different views can work. I've seen it work. We got we right. have people from all different corners of the world, and like you say, all different upbringings. But 
we all are like brothers and we all would still defend yeah, and fight for each other. Yeah, we all love each other. other. We fight for each other. Even if we disagree with each other, we stand up for you. Mm -hmm. And we got your back. If you're going through a hard time or whatever and you need a place to stay, my place is always open to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the mentality that we've created. And it's like, if we can do that, mm -hmm. why, you know, why can't, there's no reason that. No uh, reason at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the key is like, we all want the same thing. We all want to be proud of what we've created. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think we can all agree that we all want to be a proud of this country. Mm -hmm. We all want to be super proud that we are Americans and proudly say that and like we helped create such an amazing, beautiful country. Uh -huh. That is our common goal. You know what I mean? Our show is the country in a way. Uh -huh. We want our show to be the best show possible. We as a people want the country to be the best country possible. Uh -huh. And to and to have a positive impact on mm -hmm. those that we interact with, mm -hmm. you know. We may disagree, but it all has to come down, like what you said, yeah. having an understanding. You don't have to agree on everything, but you just have to have find a mutual right. understanding. And understanding that we are one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and we work together to make these, these goals happen and understand when there is a problem and help the people who don't understand, understand. You know, be patient with them. Mm -hmm. You know, try to see from their perspective and then correlate it in a way where they can understand. You know, I've had to have these conversations a lot of times with people that, you know, um, just very stubborn, hard-headed, you know, they, they have an ego. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, you know, they was their ego versus mine. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I let my ego down and let my ego go that I could actually talk to them, you know, and have a, a, a productive conversation to where I could get them to understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. And then, mm -hmm. I, you know, they say their piece, well, this is how I feel. You know what I mean? And this is my perspective. Okay, I can see how you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me try to address some of those points of view but it's a give and take mm -hmm. and when you just show that sort of respect and like yeah. that sort of like you know willing to work together and willing to you know put your ego away then all of a sudden things get get done mm -hmm. like then all of a sudden progress gets made and you guys can find a mutual agreement i can't tell like i don't want to name any names but i can tell you that there's certain pe people in this group that i fought with repeatedly yet we're still here working together right mm -hmm. we're still here trying to make the goal happen and it takes one person to you know let their ego down and like let's sit and have a conversation mm -hmm. and right. let's figure this out that's the best you can do because let's talk about reality and the facts of the matter the facts of the matter is not all well whoever you're biasing against they're here mm -hmm. i don't care who it is or what not religion sexuality race whatever you are they're here so you're not gonna get rid of them. <laughs> you might as well, if you want this country to be the best country that it can be, you might as well figure out what you need to do to make everybody work in unity and be together. I love this group because it's so diverse. That was like one of the main things that make me want to join this group. It's like, I can be around all these other different groups of people, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm still learning every day too. Have you guys ever met somebody who, um, when you looked at them, I think, there's the one person that in our group that like stands out as a perfect example 
when you look at them, you think they're going to be a certain way. But then once you get to meet them, you're like, they're the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who stands out? Who stands out for me? Yeah. When, like, when you came into this group where you're like, oh, this guy is going to be. For me, it was, I mean, I, I didn't, I've never hung out around anybody from Texas, so I, I didn't know Travis. <laughs> I, I came around Travis kind of like, uh-oh, you know what I mean? But like. I was thinking of Vinny. Oh, you thinking of Vinny? Well, um, because when you see Vinny, he's a scary looking dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's all tatted <laughs> up. He's all tatted up. Uh-huh. He's got piercings. He's 240 pounds, pure muscle. A lot of people are intimidated as fuck by him. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to know him, cool. the <laughs> softest, like, teddy bear type, like, personality you've yeah. ever met. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the goofiest, like, totally off the walls, goofy. and mm-hmm. Maybe well, I, I came in, I guess, at a different time. So then yeah, I yeah. don't feel like I even was able to be intimidated. You know, well, like, yeah, like that, you I know? think, so, yeah, you yeah. met you met him at a different time um, under different circumstances as well that kind of, like, Right. Took away from that, but mm-hmm. you know, in general, that's what I've noticed with people coming in is like they see Vinny and they're just like, "Oh shit, this guy! I don't want to get on his bad side." You yeah. Know I mean? And they realize like he's the coolest, funnest guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, what were you gonna say about Travis? Oh uh, no, I was gonna say like I came into it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I didn't meet everybody first. I came on my first rehearsal in Michigan, but on the way, of course, you research and see who all in the group. And I saw Travis said he's from Texas, and I'm like, oh my god! And I met him, like, okay, I hear the accent and everything. You know, I just automatically. So uh, no, be honest. Like, what was your first impression of Travis? What did you think he was gonna be like? Uh, my first before hearing meeting, that he was from Texas, all you knew was that he was that from he was Texas. from Texas. I thought that he was, um, you know, probably raised by a family that doesn't um, that doesn't really care for like minorities maybe too much. I mean, as this, and so as I'm thought, saying this, guys, like, don't yeah, think yeah. that, like, this is what I carried over. This is just the stuff that I need to work on and, and stop assuming about people, right. you know. But so, so. That is exactly also what you're talking about, too, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's but what, I was, oh, was accepted. I was but, open enough to meet him and learn, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now, and I proved myself wrong. Right, right, right. And I'm like, this is one of the coolest, goofiest, nicest most giving caring people I know like Travis out of everybody like he's hit me up multiple times like I keep in touch with him like we say you join Magic Menu and Brotherhood for forever whether you like it or not right. whether we yeah. like you or not whether we like it or not whether you like it or not <laughs> you and this Brotherhood forever you know and he really lives up to that but I'm like dang that's crazy like and literally like not even just the status quo of nice people but like a really really nice genuinely sweet person Yeah. and I'm like dang that's like literally the opposite of like that stereotype I had of like somebody that would be from there, you know? Yeah. So, but I was open and I was willing to to um, be around that and like change my own opinion. And now my opinion has changed, you know what I mean? And yeah. it'll be changed for the rest of my life. I just challenge everybody else who has those opinions and those stereotypes and those prejudices to do the same. Open. Put yourself around them and open them up and be understanding. The word that's like the yeah. the overland word of this whole podcast. Understand. Like, be understanding. That's it. Be understanding. I mean, I think a lot of what I've seen on the internet, not, not 100%, but it's been like in support of what's happening it's not been in support of like the rioting and the looting and Mm -hmm. the destruction but for the movement for the most part i've never seen such a force and a unity towards one thing 
ever right. in my life. Right. Right. You know? But what I was gonna say, what I was trying to say with that is just saying like what and that's what like you say this yeah. is about is it's we should feel safe when police pull us up. We should right. be like, yes, tell me what the problem is, please. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a battle of egos because this person is so um, so trained in their mind to have to approach people at the car in this, in this type of manner. Well, yeah, right. we'll you also know? understand that maybe they're doing that because they've encountered situations where there was a genuine threat. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean, so now they're trained because of that inherent stereotype like we talked about earlier because of a situation that they dealt with before where it's like why the fuck you pulling me over motherfucker? well that's why these that. police need you to I mean? we need to make sure these police like i was saying Thank earlier you. we need to make sure they're mentally okay we want yeah. the system yeah. to yeah. make sure that they try to at least give as many resources as they can to help people to deal with that police officers to deal with the fact that they work long hours that they're mentally tired that they do have things that trauma that's trauma yeah they have things that traumatizes them so you need to sit down at sessions help them the police the police force is not better. doing that right. they go home at night and they go to sleep and they wake up the next day with that same bias and that right. same trauma and it builds because it's now it's marinated and processed while you slept and now you wake up and the, the same thing happens you know what i mean like they yeah. do therapy sessions yeah. But we understand everybody's a human. It's human condition. Right. You get trauma, but that's what the, the, the march and the protest is about. It's about making sure that the legal system takes care of the people that they employ. Yeah. You know what I mean? So giving them better resources, giving them more um, you know, access to that mm -hmm. mental health care and whatever it is that they need to be able to do their job the most effectively. And, you know... I hope we get to some sort of solution towards all of this soon that everybody can be happy with. I hope that we, the people that are responsible for the death of George Floyd are held accountable and that starts the change that needs to be made towards a more comfortable environment for all of us to live in again. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's all, that's, that's all anyone wants. Mm-hmm. Is for us to all live together comfortably, you know, and cohesively. Because that's what's best for all of us at the end of the day. Is mm -hmm. when we, we can cohesively work together and be comfortable with each other and enjoy what we've got. And I'm thinking of our own group when I say this. is like when we're all working together, like cohesively and comfortably, mm -hmm. we enjoy our jobs the most yeah. in those moments. Yeah, I mean, we're all in this together. We're trying to create this thing that is something great and, you know, impactful and bringing positivity to people. And it's the most enjoyable when we're all able to work cohesively together and we're right. all rooting for each other, lifting each other up, having each other's backs. And, uh, you know, and I just think, like, if a group like ours can do that, there's no excuse for the rest of the world. Right.